This guy is called the Standing Streamer. I guess we're watching it. Uh, let's see if this. Oh, so let me go over. And see He's if... got an amazing setup. Too. See, look Ooh. at that. Unbelievable. Not I don't only know if does I have an amazing setup. It's spectacular, and well, I'm. It's better than mine, sir. So it's way better. Than... Well, that, that's why we don't turn your camera on. No, I'm just. That's kidding. right. <laughs> um, I'm excited not only because you're here, and uh, we're going to get into everything that you're doing, but I. Switch. This is the first interview we've done where I moved everything over. I used to do it on two PCs, and then mm -hmm. one of the PCs was just really old and it was slowly dying. And now everything is over onto my main uh, gaming PC, which I don't game anymore because, uh, well, you know, three daughters, I don't have any time. So uh, <laughs> it all works. And all I'm, right, so I'm I'm the test subject for tonight, right? We're gonna see if this all goes well. You, we have tested the the audio side. We have tested, and now the camera side. Well, I should talk to this. I'm talking to you across the thing. It's it's all working, and this is awesome. I don't have to use a cap card anymore. I wind. I'm t very geek talk right now. This is geek time. Uh, I've window fun. captured it and all that fun stuff. So we are. Let me turn yeah. down impact so that doesn't come blaring on while we're doing our interview. Um, yeah, no, we're just in my basement right now, aka my office, mm, studio, all yeah. kinds of things. I, I already work from home as yeah, is, so yeah. this is just kind of – I got animals in the background too. Yeah. So if you hear some clicking in the background, it's probably my rabbit drinking water. <laughs> or if you hear like banging yeah. around, it's my turtle. Oh, that's what right. kind of turtle? What kind of turtle yeah. is it? It's a um, it's a terrapin or a okay. red-eared slider. Red-eared slider, yeah, yeah. I used to have a red-eared slider too, and they did. Yeah. They would bang right into the glass. He just splash. well, because he's got like some. I put some bricks and stuff in there and other toys, and he's always like messing around with things and just to keep him occupied. I took some stuff out tonight because every time I do any type of audio recording or podcast or anything, he always just bangs around. He's just like, this is the perfect time where I need to rearrange everything in my tank. And he yeah. just 
does it so yeah, wants attention if wants you yeah if you do hear some if you do hear some banging around it's either him or clicking it's my rabbits i also have a dog upstairs so it's a whole zoo wow. in my house you'll eventually hear some animal in the background so if anyone wonders what that noise is it's probably an animal <laughs> So um, we, we were supposed to have you on uh, a while ago and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, things came up and I don't even remember what it was, but that's all cool. And I, I had my notes. I was all set. So I did a little refresher today. I was watching some of the, the wrestling docs uh, mm-hmm. again, which are really great. But um, I stumbled upon something that I heard in another podcast that you're, I guess, uh, involved in or work with. And, uh, mm-hmm. my kids got excited about it because, uh, the guy's name was Disney Dan on yep, YouTube. Yep. And yep. I guess they've watched some of his Disney stuff. I, I don't, I didn't know anything about him, So I got okay. stuck watching, uh, Disney Dan stuff today. And, yep. uh, so my kids were, were fairly excited. Um, I was like, yeah, but look at this. Look at this amazing uh, MJF doc he did. Don't you want to watch that one? And they're like, no. Disney Dan. No, yeah. uh, that, I mean, that's that's kind of funny. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm a little bit of – I'm kind of all over the place yeah. as far as, like, career stuff goes. Uh, I You know, I did the wrestling. And I still, like, do it uh, yeah. a lot in the background. Uh, but I kind of got sucked into this whole um, – <laughs> like disney subculture that's on youtube it's and it, it started big. because i actually made a documentary yeah. on some of these guys who uh, and people that pretty much dedicate their their lives like no joke to disney world just the disney parks like disney world disneyland yeah. they go there uh they vlog there or they make videos about certain aspects of the parks which can be like Dan, for example, he makes the evolution of costume characters in the parks. So here's Mickey Mouse, you know, when yep. the park first opened in, you know, the 70s or 60s. And uh, he kind of he takes them through uh, to modern day and like he'll look at the, you know, how the costume has evolved. Dan's also a puppeteer. So that's kind of his background and his forte. So he looks at it with that type of eye. And uh, yeah, it's just it's funny that you know, some people know me for one thing, other people know me for other things. And I do a whole other thing. My main source of income is I make uh, promotional videos for IMDb. Uh, and it's, uh, I do a, a small web series with my friend Brandon Hardesty. And uh, it, it's, it looks at actors and like supporting actors. Yeah. And we kind of just do like a video essay of their career thus far. So if they're if they're in a new movie that's coming out, like yeah. we just did one, we actually did one on um, uh, Chadwick Boseman the other day, yeah. And and he because yeah. he's coming, you know, he passed away, but he's still going to appear in this new movie that's coming out. So we we did a kind of career retrospective of him, and so we do a lot of those. And yeah, I'm just kind of uh, all over the place as far as the types of videos and stuff and content that I make. Um. Growing up, did you have a love for wrestling? Was it on in your house? Uh, a little bit. It kind of. I got more interested in wrestling. Uh, I want to say like in the middle of high school or the mm-hmm. beginning of high school. So I was kind of like older. Yeah. And I had always been a fan of movies. And then my my friend, uh, 
showed me some wrestling uh, one day. I think it was it was a SmackDown, and I think it was one that had Arnold Schwarzenegger on it, oh. and he was promoting End of Days. Yep, uh, at and, 1998, I believe. Yes, yeah, I think that was it. And I remember this is big thing. I think didn't Triple H have like a uh, he had his arm in a sling or something? It was him and The Rock, and it was a lot of back and forth. And I think Arnold gave uh triple h took a low blow it was something insane <laughs> like that and i remember just being like totally into it because i just appreciated kind of the over-the-top campiness of yeah. it and i was like man this is just like right up my alley like i absolutely love this and it's so ridiculous and so over the top so i'm like let's i, I want to keep watching more of this and then i just you know my friends gave me some you know uh tapes of old wrestlemanias and i was just like constantly watching consuming it and just getting really into it and uh, that that's what kind of started it. So I was more of a fan of movies and, right. and like TV and, and comic books first. And then I discovered wrestling and then it all kind of melded into one thing. So I kind of saw it all as one uh, unique way of telling stories at the end of the day. That's what, that's what kind of got me hooked. Yeah. Uh, so. that, when you say comics and, and then telling stories, that's what I could see drew you into wrestling. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, good or dark light, good evil, uh, villains, yeah. heroes, uh, stories, arcs. Um, I mean, that's yeah. There's about is, really thirty years of comics, also oh, right behind me. Good grief! Over there. Now I'm, just, now I'm really jealous. Just uh, like all Marvel, lots. Oh, it's all Marvel. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Marvel fan. So yeah, I've been collecting Spider-Man for at least twenty-five years. Oh my goodness gracious! Best Spider-Man so, comic you got? My my best one, yes. yes. Uh, well, I have a personal favorite one, and it's um, it's the spectacular Spider-Man uh, where Harry Osborn dies. Okay, and and he like it, it was I forget exact the, the exact issue of it. That's one of my personal favorite ep, uh, um, issues. Um, yeah, so that's probably one of my favorites. I don't know. If, I don't know if any of my comics are actually worth money. To be perfectly honest, I've never actually. <laughs> They're gone worth something and... to you, though. That's the thing. They're totally yes. worth something. They're worth like I have. A, uh, I think I have almost like at least the last fifty to a hundred issues of Invincible. If anyone knows what that is, you're, you'll probably hear about it soon because they're making a show about it on uh, Amazon Prime. And it's uh, by the same guy who wrote The Walking Dead, okay. Robert Kirkman. Yep. And it's 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 really just this crazy over the top, like kind of like a Superboy type of adventure. Would you say that's mix invincible? in with a little bit of like this, I guess almost saying like from Dragon Ball Z type of thing. It's just man, it's one of the the best superhero comic books ever, and it's just so over the top violent, but then like really funny and really heartfelt at times. So absolutely love that comic book, and I have a crap ton of those issues and. Yeah, I think hopefully those will be worth something once yeah. this Amazon Prime thing takes off. But yeah, it's you know, yeah, riding the wave of the boys right it. there. Yeah, I've never heard yeah, of that right. one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a fun. It's going to be an animated series. It's going to be a little different, okay. but uh, it's a really fun, fun, good uh, comic to get into. Um, so the art of telling stories. You love films. Uh, mm-hmm. You're attracted to wrestling and you know over the top just wrestling in general it is an art form uh it, you know in, in a ring it, it's literally like we said it, it tells a story um what what uh how'd you get involved with doing 
documentaries documentaries on re- why wrestlers i guess is my question what a long way to say why wrestlers right why <laughs> uh well i had seen this one documentary uh pretty early in i guess my my wrestling fandom it was called uh beyond the mat okay and yep. it's, it's it's incredible it's 1999 um one of the big stories in it is the I guess the first retirement of Terry Funk, right? <laughs> yeah, his probably. First, his, his first retirement, as well as uh, uh, focusing on uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, and this was at a very yeah, low point, was... and he was battling uh, alcoholism and all kinds of addiction. Yeah. And then the, another story was uh, focused on Mick Foley, and it, one of the big matches in his was the um, – the infamous the I quit match yep. with him and the rock where yep. he had his hands handcuffed behind him yep. and the rock just kept hitting him over the head with a steel chair and yeah. uh they uh the documentary crew filmed Bring that whole back, yeah. kind of exchange and like was filming his family and a mixed family and they were completely like in tears it's like tough just to watch yeah it's yeah. very tough to watch and uh so that was uh, that was that was one documentary that had a, a huge influence on me, and I remember I you know I went to college and you know all through college liked wrestling, watched yeah. wrestling, watched Raw every single week with my with my friends, and um, I really wanted to get more into like narrative storytelling, like uh, narrative filmmaking especially. Um, and once I graduated college, I was like, man, what what am I gonna do? Um, I was, you know, working like a retail job. I wasn't doing anything too spectacular. And my friends took me to an independent wrestling show. And it was uh, this small promotion in Pennsylvania. And it was run by Greg Excellent. And he was, uh, he used to wrestle for CCW Wrestling. And one of uh, his promotion at the time, Greg's promotion that he ran that I went to go see was called Groundbreaking Wrestling. And one of the top stars there yeah. was a fresh-faced Adam Cole. Like, I think he was a year or two into wrestling. And I kind of made friends with him. I made friends with Greg. I made friends with a lot of people in the roster. And I remember being like, man, this this is an interesting story. Because where they were holding uh, the shows was like in this weird knockoff Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> it, was, it was just like this weird arcade. Yeah. And they had like this big open area. It was like a big indoor soccer ring. And so half of it, half of the, the, the soccer area was the wrestling show. They had the lights. They had the ring. They had like the, all the wrestlers and stuff. They had backstage. And then the other half was just kids like playing soccer, <laughs> just having a fun time ignoring the wrestling and it was just like hey it's just like a normal thing and i remember being so intrigued by that i was like this is such a weird unique world because i'd been you know so used to seeing you know monday night raw uh tna like i've been watching those big tv productions essentially and here i'm at this very small show with like maybe 30 40 people in the crowd and it's all just, you know, uh, Greg Excellent. He runs it. His mom helps at times. He's got friends and all this stuff. I'm like, this is a cool little interesting story that needs to be told in some way. And that's just kind of how it started. Yeah. I, I just, like convinced him. I said, hey, you know, went to school for movie making. I, I think I know how to make a movie. <laughs> and I didn't. 
uh, I, this is a good practice. So yeah. I went out, I'm, I kind of made this uh, feature length documentary about wrestling. I met a lot of people, traveled all over the place, uh, like interviewed Tommy Dreamer, interviewed uh, a young John Moxley. Uh, you know, I was going all over the place and um, I made this documentary, put it out there and it was like, Hey, this, this, this kind of worked. And that's what kind of got my, my foot in the door. And then I just kept making more stuff. People just kept asking and, or I would find a cool story and be like, I'm going to go over here and make something about somebody over here. And yeah, then that's, that was what I was one thing say. led to another. I, that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you, uh, how, how do you decide I guess whatever whatever uh, appeals to you, right? Like, how do you decide yeah. what you're gonna do? Just whatever attracts you. Pretty much, yeah. um, I had this one. I saw this one story online. It was about Johnny Gargano, okay. and he had befriended uh, this fan named Caden. And Johnny wrestled for a promotion AIW in in Ohio. And I was like, man, this is a cool story. Like, I. I, I I'll go up and, uh, you know, I'll contact, you know, Johnny. I'd actually met him at an Evolve show. Like, uh, I don't even know. Maybe it was like Evolve 5 or something, 4, maybe something like that. It was a single digit number way back yeah. in the day. Because I, I went to the Evolve show with Sammy Callahan, and Sammy had a match with Fit Finley. And so oh. I just met everybody backstage there. And, like, I, I met Johnny, and I kind of, like, you know, it, we introduced and we kept in touch. And then... I saw this story. I'm like, hey, I know Johnny. I'll go up to Ohio and I'll, I'll film this and I'll kind of put together something and, and, and kind of see how it goes. And then uh, Gabe Sapolsky at, at Evolve saw that documentary that I put together. He's like, would you like to come make stuff for me at Evolve? And I said, sure, why not? And yeah. then uh, all still while on the side, I would still find these interesting stories, um, stuff on Joey Janela stuff on PCO, uh, uh, Tim Donst, you know, uh, coming back from, you know, essentially having cancer and, and, and just finding these, these people all because I had just met somebody else who knew somebody and you know how the wrestling yeah. industry is. Everybody kind of knows everybody and, you know, they can vouch for me and say, no, you know, Kenny's a cool guy and, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll make something good. So yeah, I just, I look for interesting stories that's out there and then I just kind of go in that direction and see what I can do. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa just wrote something in, in chat to the people sitting in chat. Mm. She wrote, and that was the same thing I was thinking that PCO mm. documentary that you did is, is how I stumbled upon you as well. Uh, because we had PCO on this show. So I was researching and we we're doing stuff. And that that's how we found him. I or found you, so I do remember that. Yeah. And that one that was a yeah. hell of a one. He's a great, he all man. What a great guy he is. Yeah, he's he's got some great stories. Yeah. And man, he's just he was such a cool such a cool dude. Yeah. And uh it was just right time, right place. Yeah. Uh, this was right after, you know, his big match with Walter at uh Janela's spring break yep. and he was blowing up and it was uh I think he was at a show that wasn't too far from me in Virginia. Cause I live in, in Baltimore, Maryland. So like, uh, it was like an hour or two hour drive for me. So I'm like, I'll go down there and like, Hey, let's, let's make something real quick and just see, see how it goes. Yeah. It's the same with, I made this documentary in orange Cassidy way, way back in the day, like maybe two years yeah, ago, one of my years ago. And it was mainly because I had seen orange Cassidy at 
the these the old shows uh, with, uh gbw groundbreaking wrestling with with greg excellent saw him and i was like this guy's hysterical i absolutely love him yeah and i was like i had to have been at least six or seven years ago and i just always kept in touch with him and it was another situation where i was like man i, I just i just want to make something on him and i did mainly just because i just liked him yeah and at first when i put this documentary out like nobody watched it like nobody really cared they're like oh yeah like the people appreciated it people liked it but it just didn't it just didn't click and it took until you know aew yeah. and he exploded there and then all of a sudden this this documentary just like took off and it was kind of crazy to see that where it's just kind of it sat there for like a year or two just not really you know no one really caring too much about it but i'd always say this is like one of my favorite things i'd ever made just because it was just a fun story and uh, I, I'd gotten him to kind of talk a little bit about his career actually yeah. in depth. And it was a rarity. So I was like, I, I, you know, this is a special little moment that I want to put out there. Yeah. Uh, I watched that. I watched that and I heard you talk about it as well. Uh, you said, like you mentioned, uh, you got him to talk, but you didn't want to, I guess, break kayfabe for him. So yeah. you, uh, you didn't show him talk. You heard him talking. Yeah, but you didn't see him talking, which, uh, yep. man, that showing love for the business there. Uh, yeah, I want to go back to Johnny Gargano for a minute. So you mm-hmm. you made that contact with him. You you know you kept in touch, and then you're like, you know, oh he's he's up in Ohio. You know, I'll, I'm gonna drive up there and see see if I can get something. So you're just taking like a leap, right? Like, or did yeah. You, yeah, so you're just you're uh, putting it all. I, I would, I would, I would contact him. Okay, and then I would contact the promotion. I still to this day, like, always contact the person. I say, would you, are, are you open to this? This is the kind of thing I would like to make. And then I'd contact the promotion. And thankfully, I've built up enough like credentials in my yeah. background now where people are like, oh yeah, no, he's he's cool. Like, we, everyone's like half the roster or, or half the locker room at this point knows who I am. So, and I know how to carry myself backstage and I'm, you know, I'm going to stay out of people's way and I don't want to, you know, uh, cause any type yeah. of disruption to the show or locker room or whatever. But yeah, no, it, back in the day when I didn't have as much kind of this, uh, kind of this, the, 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 this credentials built up, I would, um, always reach out to the people and just talk to them online and be like, Hey, yeah. is this something you'd be interested in? Is this, you know, is this okay? And then I, you know, I put, I put stuff together and, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a curious person. So I'm going to ask questions, you know, and not just kind of ask the typical kind of wrestling questions. I want to kind of think outside the box a little bit. And it's just all about really building trust. And and that's what I, I, that's, that's the most important thing when making any of these documentaries is the trust. Is there anybody that you wanted to do a piece on and, it didn't work out or they didn't want to do it or, or anything like that. Um, there's no one that so far, no one has turned me down and knock on wood. Not yet. Um, there is one person that I started making something on and it was, um, it was Chuck Taylor. Uh, cause I was going to do a f- kind of a little follow up to the orange Cassidy thing. Yeah. And I, I went up, I went up to, uh, Chikara and I interviewed him for like part one of this thing. But then this was like right in the time when I think he was, he was doing uh, 
he went over to do New Japan. Yep. And then uh, it was just one of those things where it just it the, the timing of it never lined up and I could never we could our schedules never worked and then now he's in AI yeah. uh, AAW. And so um I didn't that was one person that like just I wanted to make something on him so bad because I was another huge Chuck Taylor fan as well. And, you know, we talked a bunch of times. I, I'd done stuff with him uh, in Evolve as well at one point. So, like, our paths kept crossing, but I wanted to do something more uh, talking about his career and talking about comedy and wrestling especially. Yes. And because he's just – he's such a great wrestler, and he knows how to do comedy, which is such a rare thing uh, to have in wrestling. So, yeah, I, I wish I could have gotten more stuff with him, and maybe one day I will. Same with Eddie Kingston. Another person I, I like absolutely love. I got to work with him a couple times in Evolve, but I wanted to do like something way bigger. I was gonna like go down to uh, Florida and like film some stuff with him. Like I had all this stuff planned out, and then you know the pandemic happened, yeah. uh, oh. and, and you know thankfully he signed with AEW, so it's like you know he's now he's blowing up too. So I'm just so happy. And I'm so like so uh, I'm so happy to see these guys like make it and and get to like this really big stage and yeah. just that's just so exciting about uh watching these guys take off but like man i wish i just could i wish we could have gotten together just to do more stuff and it's just the scheduling stuff um there there are a lot of people at aw right now that you've you have relationship you've done things mm-hmm. with and on darby allen joey janela yep. you know kingston cassidy people like that has have you or has AEW gotten in touch with you to do pieces? Because I mean, your resume speaks for itself. Uh, yeah. Um, they've uh, some people have reached out to me in in multiple organizations, yeah. and um, it's just one of those things where, like, right now, it's. It, it, I don't want to go too much into yeah. to specific detail on it, but like, um, I thankfully I I make a pretty good living in a career off of uh, working from home and yeah. editing and doing all these variety of different videos. And right now, like those are those are a lot of fun for me, and those are you know that's what's supporting me. So it's hard to walk away from that aspect of my life and just focus solely on like wrestling. Like I would have to pretty much, you know, uh, essentially, you know, sell my house. Yeah. Yeah. Have to get my wife who's a teacher. You know, she would have to pick up and and find a new, you know, a new position somewhere else. We would essentially may have to move to, uh, you know, uh, a certain state that's got a lot of wrestling in it. And (laughs) so I wouldn't, I, you know, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard decision that I've been mulling about for a while. And, uh, maybe one day when, when things, uh, when things slow down and, uh, things kind of go back to normal, I can kind of decide, okay, what's the next step? What should I do? Because I, 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 you know, thankfully, Right now, there's a lot of opportunities out there, and 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 hopefully, if these places will have me, um, you know, I would I would like to one day uh, work for someone who knows. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I just uh, I thought of that as you started mentioning more and more of these AEW wrestlers, 
mm-hmm. it just popped into my head. Oh man, it's, I, I yeah, it's fu- I know, I know a lot of people in in WWE. Yeah, I probably know more From people Evolve, in WWE. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And it's everybody like, um, yeah. Besides like Adam Cole and and, and Johnny and even um, uh, Drew McIntyre and just, Riddle, uh, Drew Gulak, yeah. Riddle. Yeah, Riddle. You know, Riddle and I were, you know. Uh, we go way back and it's just it's so cool to see like you know uh like keith lee you know when i first met him it was at a small show and it it was a small evolve show in baltimore and uh you know just he said hello and i was like you know gabe wants me to make something with you (laughs) and uh i'd done some research and I, you know, just sat down to kind of talk to him about certain things. And, you know, all I had to really do is just turn on the camera yeah. at that point and just kind of let Keith do his thing. And he's phenomenal and great and, you know, all the great stuff. So it's so cool to see like, hey, we, you know, we did this small thing in this small show. And now, you know, he's on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And it, it's just so cool to see, you know, these people uh, succeed. Like Leon Ruff is a great example on nxt like man it was just he was just this you know bright faced uh just ready to go get him type of type of guy when i met him in evolve and uh now he's or he was right he just lost north american championship but just like see seeing him just like a pop up and appear and i was like oh my gosh it's so it's just so funny to, to see that stuff and i'm just so excited to see those guys uh make it like that it's awesome it's awesome to see yeah i didn't know much about leon ruff and i just thought like oh he, here they're just using them in this storyline with, with johnny and, and priest and then i was watching war game sunday and he was talking you know before their match like you know interviewing they're just putting him in there and he's talking and you're right bright face just very seemed personable to me that talking great and I'm like, oh man, this guy has it. Like, I want him to win this match now. Like, I could have yeah. cared less before I saw that. And then, he's, I, yeah, dude, he's he's so he's so good, and he's so young. Yeah, and he's only a couple years in, into wrestling, but man, that he's he he did this one great. Uh, we did this like backstage segment. Uh, it was it was uh, Stokely Hathaway. Uh, yeah. Malcolm Bivens. It was him and Walter and a bunch of other guys. And we're, uh, Stokely's like, man, we're going to, we're going to get Walter tonight. I need all you guys to kind of get with me. And he had like, you know, Shane Strickland yeah. and a couple other guys and Dickinson and, and Leon Ruff. Everyone. And Stokely's like, all right, Shane, what are you going to do? And Shane's like, whatever. Um, yeah. I don't care about this. And Leon Ruff just stands up. He's like, I'm going to kill him. He's just like he's so excited. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill him. And it was like, whoa, 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 just calm down, man. And he's just, and from that moment, I was like, man, this, I love this guy yeah. so much. He's, he's great, and he's just, he's such a talent too in the ring, oh. and he's only gonna get better. So I'm like, I'm telling you, yeah. Leon Roth is one guy that you definitely gotta keep an eye out yeah. for because uh, he's a lot of people from what I've heard NXT just they like yeah. him. You know, they like oh, him a lot man. backstage. So it's, it's, it's great to see. So I'm, I'm really, really, really excited for, for, for rough. Yeah. 
Uh, and he just got engaged too. I saw I saw yep. him tweet that. So congratulations to him. But uh, Malcolm Bivens, where I mean that guy is a character in his own right. Like, oh yeah, I need to see him on screen more. And I don't I don't think I haven't seen. I mean, he was on NXT for a while. I don't I don't I haven't heard anything. I don't know what's going on, but man, he is good. Uh, yeah, he is uh, another guy that I absolutely yeah. love, man. I'll it, like there's times of like man what whatever you want to do yeah we'll do it and uh it's another person just um just wait and keep an eye out for because yeah. there's there's something happening uh so nice you know j- just he's great uh, all I, that's all i can say right now and uh but man he's another guy he's just he's such a freaking talent and he's so good and uh, absolutely amazing and everything he does is just it's it's gold so um, um you, you had something to say no i was gonna say did kenny omega do something yet well on uh um he's talking on impact oh, he's and, talking and, and you ready for it don you probably heard before right yeah. you know the thing yeah everyone knows the thing okay do it must be juju goodbye oh, he's at the end and good night so yeah, he didn't yes! really say anything no. they just like Talked themselves up for a bit and talked uh-huh. about saying how he's going to collect titles. He's into collecting titles now. No. Okay. And they're going to be a big announcement tomorrow night on AEW. All right. All right. Interesting. Guess we'll have That's to cool. tune in tomorrow. Interesting. It is an exciting, exciting time, I think, for sure. Yeah. There's there's lots of cool stuff happening, lots of cool talent out there. So that's what's, uh, that's, that's what's so exciting. Yeah. And especially talking with 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 some people uh backstage at some in some companies some some are actually real excited about the things that are happening and some people like a, that little layer of competition and oh it's it, and it's another cool thing just for fans in general it's like man you get a chance now to just watch and experience just so much more wrestling than there was 5 years ago yeah. so it's it's cool to to have those options now and you know yeah watch everything that's all i can say that's, that's right. what i do i try to watch as much as possible exactly wrestling is over no one needs to put it yeah. over it's over um you talked about you got to travel you got to go uh, spend a lot of time with different promotions different wrestlers and, and do a lot of traveling uh was there any um you, you have any crazy crazy stories crazy b-roll footage uh anything um i went to i went to china with matt riddle and uh we were we shared a hotel room for a week and this was at a time when when wwn was trying to form this relationship with a company over in china that was trying to do uh some uh mma shows and everything fell through long story short everything just kind of fell apart uh but i went there for a week and we went all over the place we were in beijing and we went to the great wall of china uh went to the forbidden city uh like every single night was like this huge gorgeous meal like you know they would take it was it was riddle and i and then i think seven or eight other fighters and they brought me along to make a documentary about all this 
I still have about a two terabyte drive <laughs> of just crazy footage. Oh Got my God. Stuff of Matt Riddle walking up the Great Wall of China. Uh, we were sitting in traffic, as you do in China, because yeah. there's traffic everywhere. Um, and there was a car next to us. And in in the tr- it was a actually it was a truck in the in this truck van type of thing. There was a guy sawing wood, just sawing like wood as they're driving. And I'm like, well, that's that's something you don't see every day. No. Um, what else? I mean, these guys would. I think at one point it was like one or two o'clock in the morning. And we went. We decided, hey, let's go to a McDonald's and see what that's like in China. Yeah. And, uh, it, 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 we, it was, you know, seven or eight fighters and Matt Riddle and I and a camera in McDonald's at two o'clock in the morning. One, one guy busts out like a, um, a little boom box thing, starts playing music. It's really obnoxious. And, uh, they all walk in slow motion out of the McDonald's and I'm filming it. So like there's, there's stuff that I don't know if I'm ever going to use or oh. do anything with, but man, it's. I can't remember half the stuff that we did. It was it was absolutely insane. I, just just uh, saying, you went to Beijing with Matt Riddle and a bunch of fighters is yeah glorious enough, you know. That that was probably some of the craziest stuff I've seen. But yeah, I mean, most of the time, yeah, at Evolve shows, it's pretty much just it, it, it's you know we'll be in Laboom, which was like this old this is weird nightclub in I think it was in Queens. I have to drive up to New York by myself. It's like a, it's like a five hour drive. And it's just driving to New York city is miserable. Parking is miserable. <laughs> yeah. And like, there's, there's nowhere to go. There's like this, this small back room where there's just, you know, it's, it's where they keep like uh, old tables and booze and stuff for this, this nightclub. So there's nothing to do. I mean, and there's no room and you know, then you walk right out there and there's the curtain and go out and have a match. So there's not like a lot to do yeah. other than, I just go and film stuff like film wrestling. Like all I'd be out there and hang out with people backstage. Even though there's not really a backstage, just go out there and, and do the stuff. And for the most part, everyone was pretty much just like, Hey, we're here to, we're here to get better. Yeah. We're here to hopefully go somewhere else. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty straightforward most yeah. of the time. And almost every of a ball show that I can think of, um, yeah. Most of the crazier things always happen at like the smaller, smaller shows like around me. And even then it's like, I always try to avoid any drama. Yeah. Like I just kind of go in, I do my thing and then I leave. <laughs> like out. I'm so, like, so I'm such a boring person. <laughs> I try to keep it that way. So yeah. Um, I was trying to, what's uh. another crazy thing. Oh, I, I sort of pretty much snuck into backstage um a backstage uh access wrestlemania okay. access show i it was supposed to be stokely hathaway chris dickinson and jaka and this was at a wrestlemania it was the new orleans one was uh, it two years ago three years ago yeah um i can't remember that. yeah we um it was still with this uh, the Evolve WWE partnership. Mm-hmm. They wanted to take the Evolve Tag Team Champions, go to an Access show, have a match, and you know just kind of you know I guess build some buzz. Yeah. And there, they, Gabe was like, "Just go and go and film with these guys." 
and I don't think I was allowed to be back there at all. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just hanging out backstage and everybody, like everybody who's everybody is there because catering is right yeah. by where backstage is. So I see Jim Ross, uh, big show. Um, at one point, Daniel Bryan, like every, everybody, everybody, like everybody was backstage and they had this set of chairs up where you could kind of watch a monitor for their little kind of makeshift uh, wrestling ring that they had there. And uh, I was just kind of sitting back there and there's just be everybody like before I know it, they turn over and like, Oh, Hey, there's, you know, Daniel Bryan sitting next oh, to me hey. and you know, say hello. And then, Oh, there's, there's Candace. And I, you know, I'd known Candace back with, with Johnny and, yeah. Oh, Hey, how are you doing? And, you know, it was just so weird. It was such a surreal, yeah. surreal environment. And, uh, that is, it was just, you know, that's when I think wrestling begins to get lost on me a little bit where I just, right. the, little, the little kid me would be freaking out. But yeah. at this point, you know, you act like a professional and just, Hey, how are you? And, or just not say hello and just keep watching, <laughs> keep, keep watching the show. Right. Um, so you, you, I watched, we were talking before and one of the greatest things about your, your, your stuff is it's short. You can watch it. It's great shot. It's, it's really great stuff. And I'm not just putting you over no pun intended, but there was one, there was one, there was just one documentary, uh, that was not as amazing, was not as heartwarming as I thought, not as touching as I thought. And then it's that, that MJF one. And, uh, it, that, I don't know. It looked like, uh, that documentary, that parody documentary on Netflix. It was, it was something about that MJF one that was off. Um, what was it like to, to, to shoot that? And, uh, we'll go ahead. Yeah. He was, he, he's a, he's a jerk. Yeah. He's a shithead. I hate that. I hate that kid. Max. Yeah. Uh, he's such a weirdo. God, that kid's. He looked like he was. Is that his like every day? Like, is he just like that, or is he? You're saying he's an everyday douchebag. Is that what you're saying, Vanessa? Do you, yeah. Do you want? Do you want the? Do you want the the real story? Do you want? Well, no, I don't. Story? I don't want to pull the curtain back. Okay. Okay. Like, All right. You want to keep? You want to kayfabe it? We'll, All right. We'll um, edit that out in post. Uh no he, he, he <laughs> man his house is just it, it was a really weird truly strange experience. Uh, I'm still legally not allowed to talk about too much of it because mm-hmm. he keeps hitting me with these lawsuits. A lot of these, they, they get thrown out of court. You know, it's, yeah. it's always just some crazy thing. Bob Loblaw is his lawyer. Yeah. He's just, you know, he's trying to throw as many lawsuits as he can against the wall to see what sticks. And just, I think like already 28 of them or so have been thrown out of court and uh, everyone just sees him as a laughing stock and, you know, he's inevitably just going to lose everything. So, but yeah, no, he's just, he is, he is, he is that person. Like you would think that, Hey, you know, this is just a character. This is just a persona. This isn't the real person, but no, that's, that's, that's him. You know, it's not him turned up to an 11, you know, (laughs) like Johnny Gargano is really, he's actually like a very sweet, incredibly generous, uh, very kind, little nerd uh but he he is uh you know and he kind of turns that dial up to an 11 uh but no mjf there's there's no turning anything up if anything he's probably turning some of it down yeah 
for TV because if he actually turned it up a little bit, he would probably be like in prison because he's a sociopath. So, yeah. I mean, well, I mean that makes sense. You know, people that are good with numbers, they go, they work with money or, or do that. They they work with numbers. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're a, a douchebag, I guess you go and be a heel. So I guess that makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah, totally. Um, well, well, Kenny, uh, we've we've uh, we're nearing the end of the show, and something I'd like to do at the end of the show, and uh, it's been it's been phenomenal. I mean, your stories and and the stuff you do, guys, and we've been posting your links in the chat. If you guys have Thank never you. seen any of them. Just go watch them. They're short. They're good. They're great. Uh, they're they're just they're like they're just they're like movies. Well, they're movies, really. I mean, yeah. just good stuff. Uh, but I'm going to give you the mic now. Uh, you can put over anything you want. You can bury anything you want. You can say anything you want. I don't care. Uh, I will not interrupt. The floor is yours. Well, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bury anybody. No, somebody uh, will one of these days. No. Uh, no. Just thank you so much for having mm -hmm. me on. It's sorry that you know it's all the crazy stuff happened last oh, time when I was supposed to come on and yeah. crazy family emergency and all this just. It always happens yeah. in the worst possible moments. But thankfully, everything's cool. Um, no, it was great, great talking with you. I, you know, I don't really have much else to put over. You know, check out, <laughs> you can check out my YouTube channel. Uh, if you just type in Kenny Johnson documentaries or type in MJF documentary yeah. or uh, Orange Cassidy documentary, yeah. one of those things will hit. Joey Janela is another another big one. Please don't yep. die, Joey Janela. That's a good one. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you check check any of those out, that that really means the most to me. If you can, if you can watch, share, anything, uh, that that helps in the long run because I fund like personally fund almost. Well, I have yeah. I, I funded every single documentary that I've made for my YouTube channel. Um, I've gotten paid for the other evolve ones. Um, but for my YouTube channel, these are all just kind of things that are coming right out of my pocket. And I, you know, make a little bit of money back through YouTube and AdSense yeah. and those type of things. Yeah. And it helps some people watch and share and do all that stuff yeah. because then I'm able to take whatever money I make and invest it back into getting new camera gear. Uh, I'm able to invest back into travel. Um, so that helps tremendously. Um, I'm even working on a new one. Uh, I don't know when it's going to come out, but it's on Matt Tremont. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's on a lot about deathmatch wrestling and, and hardcore wrestling. I, I'm trying to interview a variety of people uh, with Ricky Shane Page and uh, Alex Cologne and a lot of people from uh, Tremont's school and as well as uh, even hopefully get some more people from GCW as well. So, you know, helping out in any type of way just by watching stuff, man, is just goes like such a long way me so yeah um check out any of my stuff watch it like it share it yeah sure. whatever you guys can do i deeply you know i appreciate everybody yeah. who listens to anything uh all, all this crazy rambling as well mm -hmm. as watching any of my stuff so thank you so much and thank you guys for having me on i really appreciate this this was uh this is a lot of fun yeah no problem i do i do have one more question that uh yeah. I, I thought of while we were doing the interview uh and since you're a, a filmmaker guy what what are you using right now uh, as a, as like a camera for yourself? What am I using for a camera? Yeah, right this now. This is just this is just my uh I have a, a uh, an iMac, okay. a new iMac. 
That's it. It's just like, my little. Ca- it's the camera on the computer. It's just the camera on the iMac. And then I have a. I have like a little soft light over here that I sometimes turn on when I, if I do like other podcasts yeah. and stuff. Okay. And uh, it's yeah. like a cheap forty dollar thing that I got off of Amazon, and I have some bigger lights over here, yeah. but like I'm not, you know, <laughs> not doing those. It's too big to set up around here, but yeah, it's yeah. just hey man, it's just. You got good. your three point lighting. I That's heard about we... you talking about that. <laughs> yeah. You got your key. You got yeah. your fill. <laughs> yeah. you just get a little backlight. Yeah. That's right. You got a key you to a fill. A little hair light. Yeah. You get a little hair light back here. I've I been watching a lot of YouTube. I tell you. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Check out. Um, <laughs> check out um, DSLR shooter okay. Caleb. He's great. Yeah. Uh, Camera conspiracies. I absolutely love that guy. <laughs> it's so good uh yeah i watch them all so yeah yeah Yeah, i wanted to start using i have uh when i got married long uh 11 years i don't know got married a a while ago we we bought a a dsl a canon dslr camera and uh recently canon released their eos web this is here we go back to geek time the canon Mm -hmm. has an eos web utility uh program on a computer Mm -hmm. and uh you could use use your camera you know, nice. Uh, but yeah. mine is right below the supported cameras. It's like, it's like yeah. they started it right after mine, and I'm like, oh man, I'm trying to work, do workarounds to get it to work, and and uh, it's just, it's just not. But I really want to use yeah. it. But yeah, oh well. Canon, I tell you, they always do that. They always find a way to just mess up something with just their camera something. line, just like a little tweak here and there. Screws up everything on the camera, I'll so I'm a, I'm a big Panasonic fan, yeah. a little bit of a Sony fan, yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are those are my go-to cameras. But yeah, that, that's those are what I use to film yeah. almost everything. You know, use small DSLRs, and it really just comes down to just good lighting, sound, and you know, some of my stuff looks like crap, but other stuff doesn't look as bad. And I, I luck out. A lot of it has to do with luck, yeah. some luck, skill, good timing. Makes a good documentary. You there know? you go. Piece of cake. Luck, skill, and good timing. Kenny, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, it's been a, it's been a, an honor. It's been a pleasure. And uh, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, if I can help thanks, or man. put over anything in any way, just let us know. Right. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks, man. We'll see you around. Tell your wife I said yep. thanks, too. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Have yeah. a good one. Have a good night. Yep. Awesome. Awesome, Vanessa.